Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends made better friends through a love of professional wrestling and whoppers. I'm Matt Stone of the Caldwell Stones. Hello, I am Eastside. Hello, I am Zach. Whoa, guy who talks backwards playing Zach this episode. Oh, welcome to the Red Lodge. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, listening in. Exciting ass week, Royal Rumble week. We're going to be talking about that. But first, we must address a sad. A sad wrestling moment that happened. Tragically, Jay Briscoe passed away in a car accident. Uh, Honestly, something like a really fucking scary car accident. And his like two daughters were injured. One of them very, very injured. Seems like it's stable now. But he passed away. Just It was just one of those stories that like, it just kind of hits you out of nowhere immediately. For me, like, I don't know why, like the first thing that came to mind to me was just like, it felt like. And a different, it had different impact, but like when Eddie Guerrero died, I just remember like finding out that morning and you're just like, whoa, that can just halt your day. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, definitely. I was uh, waiting in, waiting for a, uh, a bowl at the Boise Juice Company, looking it up for general, just playing on my phone. Smoking um, weed behind the Boise Juice Company. Okay. Yeah, smoking weed behind the Boise Juice Company, but um, I was just looking on my phone and then I'm just like, what the fuck? And they called me and I just was like, almost like in another world just because I was just like reading everything. I'm like, oh no, what the hell happened? It just really kind of sunk. Like, like sunk like, like myself in like into my own head, you know? Mm. So I was like, holy shit, like this dude just died. Like, like I just like watched the Ring of Honor show not that long ago with him and his brother against uh, FTR. I'm like, like, holy shit. Yeah, he's dead. Wild. You don't expect um, it. My brain did a thing where I mixed up Jay and Jerry Briscoe and you first texted us, Isai, and I was like, oh, that's like he natural causes old, old guy you know like whatever yeah. that, like like oh no the, that's one of the briscoes oh shit like because they were active champions right they tag just won back the ring of honor tag champions against, against uh, championships FTR? against ftr the dog collar match yeah and you know so prior to that because like i i don't fall fo- i don't follow ring of honor or like you know i don't that closely and so like i remember that, you know, there had been, like, the stories coming out about with previous tweets that were very, like, was it homophobic and... Yeah, like, and stuff. said things that, to a crowd to get heel heat not that long ago. Like, since we've been doing this show, I want to say. And, like, 2017. Yeah. Um, Hearing about him, you know, after after his passing and stuff, too, it was kind of... I was getting kind of just caught up on things. And, like, obviously it doesn't excuse, like, you know, if, if people were, like, hurt by the things he said. And I'm actually not as familiar, so I don't want to speak on it too in-depthly but it seems like he's people have said like he's made like real strides to learn and and become better and like and you know, be an advocate for like that it wasn't of, yeah. just behind the scenes too like he actually he actually did apologize and like it feels i i was someone who was just like i i haven't watched i've intentionally not really watched briscoe's matches like mm-hmm. last several years including up to now because i didn't know i hadn't heard that like heard that he'd apologized and i looked into it and it seemed really genuine and it was kind of like I'm. I'm glad he learned from that and said something. You know, while while he's still here. Um, like, 
It did seem really genuine. That's it's really sad. I mean, just seeing too, just every single person said he loved his family so much. Like, I mean, he has a wife and his three kids, two of which were involved in the accident. From whatever saying, it's like they're coming back from something like regarding cheerleading, which is something he was just picking up his daughters like for something that they enjoy doing. So like stuff like that, just like it's just super tough. And then just like because I've watched, I mean, I've watched the Briscoes a ton. There's a good amount of time where I was like super into like Ring of Honor and things like that. And um, I'd watched them a ton. And then it just like was always tough to get into Briscoe matches um, just because of the stuff that he had said. But then, you know, I like I watched like the all three of the ones that they had with FTR are all like fantastic matches. And, and seeing and hearing that, you know, he was trying to change his like views or like I kind of like own up to it and just be like, yeah, I, like what I said was dumb. That Like, I'm sorry. And trying to like actively without like shouting it across the world, um, like I'm changed. Look at me, like going and doing that, like kind of backstage is super cool, um, and, and it's cool to hear. And so, you hope that everything is, um, would like when stuff like that happens. Like I know Scorpio Sky was involved in something similar, and then you just hear reports of him just like actively going to like. Um, other wrestlers and like apologizing and people who'd be affected mm-hmm. like like LGBTQ plus like people just like hey I'm so sorry I didn't mean this I want you to feel comfortable with me in the locker room but it wasn't something he was like tweeting out about look at me I'm hanging out with these people huh huh right yeah look yeah. I'm the ally now yeah yeah, yeah and so do. it's like hearing that uh, Jay Briscoe is doing that like um kind of like and just in the background because it's not necessarily he. Um, he was like taking the lumps on the chin, um, not like fighting back against it. It's like, hey, I deserve it. I said it, like owning mm-hmm. it and then trying to atone for it. Like, or it's not just a big public show, it's mm-hmm. like him, the man, doing it, you know? Yeah, I like how yeah. Matt keeps just saying, like, doing that was about you know, being a fan of screwdriver. Yeah, I, 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 look, look, harmonies and melodies and rhythms, you know, they don't have political views. <laughs> That's that we we killed that joke, no one. No one likes that band, uh, especially with the rise of anti-Semitism and whatnot <laughs> in our in our country. We just you say the joke I don't like. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, uh, there's like some there's been a lot of really cool stuff coming out about uh, like I mean yeah just like the stories of him helping people like but also there was the there's the official I think it's still up um, like a a place to donate for like the family or you know, some of the, the bills and expenses that come with people passing oh. away. And then obviously having like medical stuff going on with the just, surviving just members that, of the like, um, Kind of just the impact he had on like a uh, kind of a vast array of people. If you look at some of the donations, like Chris Jericho, Chris Jericho is always like, say whatever you will, but anytime a quote unquote brother is in need, his name is the first on the list. As mm. Trump. As, uh, <laughs> whatever but, a uh, brother in need <laughs> campaign but, or otherwise. But like you know what I mean, like 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 I'm saying like brother. I know what you I know term. what you mean. I know what you he's mean. He's always the first to donate, and it's always a, a like he. He's rich and he knows it. Mm-hmm. I mean, pretty much finances a fucking rock band just because he wants to because he's that rich. <laughs> That's yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no way that band fucking breaks even. Um, no. But I can see like you saw like Jericho like the Bucks like Cody and like Kevin Steen or Kevin Owens and his family. But then you see people like fucking Jim Cornette. Like you see like the, his like co-host Brian Latz. Like you see those types of people donating as well. It just kind of shows like 
everybody that came in contact with them seemed to just love the hell out of him. Yeah. Mm. And like within like, you know, a few days, they've already exceeded the, the goal that they had set. Uh, you can still give. It's like give, send, go um, mm. for the is it P- Pug family, Pug family, P-U-G-H family. Uh, but it, it's just like they're, I don't know, when something like a tragedy like that strikes, it really does kind of, not to bring back Jericho, but it does kind of break the walls down. And you, uh, you're like, okay, there's real people here. There's a real family of people who just like this traveling circus of performers, and they just all cross paths. You know, people who are r- burning white hot today just all have stories about you know working with and and being shown the wrestling business by the, you know, by fighting the Briscoes. So yeah, yeah. it was it was cool. I was happy to have that and chance to kind no, of get caught like, up on that. Like borders on like where like people worked, and like I think that tribalism and the shitstorm of like internet wrestling communities it's like sometimes it's just so fucking much and just seeing like all the wrestlers and people involved in the business just really coming together um regardless like during nxt they even did like vic joseph like cut and like broke the news for the nxt crowd and like they wish their condolences to the family and everything and that that shit doesn't usually happen yeah which is, mm-hmm. Triple H and Shawn Michaels both like sent out like super nice tweets. The dude never worked a day for him. Yeah. He never worked a day. They, they they probably were going to before the the shit they said in 2017. When yeah. uh, Johnny Ace was still like had a like talent, they got told they weren't cosmetically pleasing enough. I mean that's true, but that's some of the best wrestlers in the in, yeah in the and, that you're gonna find. And I think they also got offered like a contract again, but it was like a lower money offer. Hmm. I think it was like kind of like right before like NXT was like blowing, blowing up, but it was like a thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think I honestly think Triple H tried to probably lowball them on purpose, going, if I could get these guys for a discount right now and then end up making them a hit. Yeah. Like, but yeah, he knew right. that um, the expense wasn't going to uh, get cleared by the higher ups if he went for more than a lowball. Went for offer. a ton, yeah. It's like I'll give you a six pack and a couple whoppers. I'll give you a couple <laughs> whopper, a whopper, a whopper, whopper. But um, yeah, you know, obviously our thoughts and feelings go out to the family and just uh, yeah, it, I don't know. It it sometimes it feels like it brings the wrestling community community a little bit closer when like a tragedy strikes, and so it's like, and that's really just, which just you know, I don't know, but yeah, stinks, and, really stinks, you know. Yeah, if um. Want to go check out some Briscoe's matches or Jay Briscoe matches? I mean, definitely check out the one where he wins a heavyweight title against Kevin Steen. I mean, any like time you're gonna also get FTR in the Briscoes this last year. He had three five star matches this year. And uh, one five and a, yeah. Um, there was also like a super cool match that was at a House of Glory event with them and against Aussie Open. Um, they've had some killer matches against like uh, Girls of Destiny. Um, I mean, Young Bucks, I mean, you name it, they've fought them, and... Hardy, Hardy's in them back in back in Ring of Honor, like in, like, mm-hmm. 2016, were really fucking fun. Mm-hmm. Ladder Wars against Steen Erico, and so... Oh, hell yeah. Just, yeah, check it out. Um, Tell everybody that you love that you love them, because you don't know when shit can, can, can end, and so just always remember totally. that. And I think a lot of times... We get reminded of that um, when a tragedy happens, and that's it. So, right. 
doesn't yeah. need to be tragedy just to reach out and tell your peeps, hey, what's up? Exactly. So now, on to the other topic at hand, uh, is we're rounding the Uncle fucking howdy. <laughs> we're rounding the, yeah, the pit, Mountain Dew pitch black. <laughs> is he the yeah. king? Is he the Burger King? <laughs> <laughs> fucking, uh, so what okay, is like... So- this last Monday is so fucking stupid. Okay, Alexa Bliss comes out like during a Bianca promo. They're talking shit. They set up a match. Bianca goes and beats the shit out of her. Like, fucks her up. Like in this like little brawl, and then they go to like the like into the crowd and they're like by like where you'd enter the concourse area, like that little tunnel. And there's just fucking Uncle Howdy just like dancing over there. <laughs> Jesus, you don't even see it. And then like it fucking freezes Bianca. <laughs> <laughs> and so then Alexa can escape and hit a DDT on her. And it's just like, what the fuck's happening? So now I, know. I, I love that, you know, it would be too much if all of rest of WWE was just 100% better. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, it was right. like even back in, you know, the best of NXT, every once in a while, there would be a storyline that just, you just didn't give a shit about. Like, Lars. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lars. Yeah. Like, the, like, the, like whatever they were doing with Lars. <laughs> That was usually the like, oh, okay, I don't care about this. Dude, yeah. There was like a week and a half with Lars that I was like, oh, like a smart giant? That's going to be interesting. And then be- because of Lars being Lars, it just didn't happen that <laughs> oh, way. Oh, an idiot in real life? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, I mean, I feel for his anxiety issues. I know that. Like, that's real. But also, he's as a person, seems to have sucked for quite a bit of time. Even, you know, even the shittiest people probably need therapy. Like, <laughs> yeah, very, well, legit very much mental so. health re- Beyond being shitheads. Um, but also maybe it's like, you know how like people are always like, man, if Bray Wyatt could really just run with the Fiend story, not be hamstringed by Vince McMahon, he'd be so good. It's like, well, when Bray has more control than you think. It still stinks, dude. Um, I mean, but also for, in, in a oh. bubble, in a bubble, this stuff is very compelling. Just <laughs> yeah, like on oh, a yeah. wrestling show and we start getting, I think I said this before on the podcast, like I like Bray Wyatt like, when he was just contained in his own little world. Sure, bring in L.A. Knight. That guy's a goofball anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let me talk to you. Uh, but then it's like when he start getting in, like, Bianca's gimmick is like she's just like the best athlete. And she's just like, when you start getting like real ass people, it's like, again, L.A. Knight just feels like a fake wrestler, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's like, this just doesn't make sense. There's Uncle Howdy just fucking dancing in the concourse. I'm going to get a hot dog. And so, yeah. But it's also maybe a better idea because I think playing it too serious is going to, we could, you know, we've seen it before, but they could really shoot themselves in the foot. Like if you really lower expectations, you're going to technically disappoint less people. Like I, yeah, it's so weird because like, I don't give a shit at all about the uncle howdy stuff. But if if you put this into raw a year ago, be like, oh, it's actually pretty good. And like, yeah. almost like it'd be all one of my favorite things on the show. Almost <laughs> just be like, it just doesn't. It feels out of place now because they've gotten rid of the the shit so much of the shittiness. If this was on NXT, like now NXT, because NXT right now is like a fucking weird fever dream, and it's hilarious. Hodgepodge of everything. It's so wild. But if you put this on NXT, this is like one of the top stories on NXT. Oh yeah. Oh, definitely. So that's going to end. So there's three, the Royal Rumble, it's coming up. You know, we all know we're all going to watch. It's all going to be fun. I love a Saturday. I love a Saturday live event, premium live event. And the one of them, probably we 
I think fair to say most controversial match on the card is the Mountain Dew Pitch Black match. Mountain Dew Pitch Black match, yeah. Between Bray Wyatt and LA Knight, which like, for I'll sure say, is going to be entertaining. Yeah, because here's the thing, like, I don't care about this story, really. Like, oh my God, like, they're getting LA Knight over with the with the crowd just by letting him talk this much. And totally. like, for how kind of weird this pairing kind of feels. Like to be like, oh, Bray Wyatt's first feud back is with like a day a guy that just came up, had this weird thing where he was one character, now he's back to one he should have been this whole time. Like there's just so much weirdness, but then it's like, oh wait, we're just giving these two guys a chances to talk. Yep. And yeah. like that's what gets both of these guys over. Who fucking like Bray Knight in character doesn't fucking know what this match is supposed to be that he's in. It's just a Mountain Dupit black match, yeah. Um, but like, <laughs> they're just letting him talk, and it's working so well. And I hope that they use smoke and mirrors, probably literally, um, in this match effectively to like keep putting both of these guys over. Like, it, it's gonna be interesting to see what the fuck this is. You're totally yeah. right, because like. Also, what? Cause it makes me wonder. Like, man, seeing this, because you said before we were recording, which I thought was a really good look at it, is yeah, he's got the rocks cadence with Steve Austin's vest, and you're good to go. Yeah, but yeah. like, it makes me now be like, man, I would kind of like to see what he would do as a run with the run of the, as the Million Dollar Man. Like, I knew he was his promos were fun in NXT, but it like this angle and just like him going out there having fun, people being into it. It's like it makes you just like re kind of think. It makes me rethink L.A. Knight, who I was not stoked on for a while. But yeah, anyway, he's yeah, he's killing it. And I hope it's either completely in night vision and just on the Tron uh, or they may or they just blindfold both of them. And it's just a fucking awful mess. I hope that they reveal in this that in kayfabe, um, L.A. Knight has like night vision because of his beady little eyes because he's an elf. He has, he has the tiniest vision. little eyes. What if they just like make his eyes look black and you just see his eyes glowing in the dark? Oh god. Oh, like fucking uh what Elijah Wood in that uh oh god damn. Was that Sin City? What was yeah. Yeah, never mind. Yes, what was that character yeah, he Sin played? City. Yeah. <laughs> I would love that too. But because it also seems like they're and we'll kind of talk about it because I'm sure it's gonna come into play in the women the Raw Women's Championship match, but there's like Bray Wyatt, Uncle Howdy are building something. And so this LA night match is not, I don't, what I'm excited about is it's not built to be a great wrestling match. It's definitely something to elevate or further a story. And this is the first, this Royal Rumble, as we're rounding the corner into WrestleMania season, as it's really getting going, this is like, with everything going on outside of it, of the product, it's like, this is Triple H's, not his first big pay-per-view, Survivor Series was a hit. Like the 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 pay per views he's been doing along the way are big, but this is a this is a real big show. Mm -hmm. well, and so like, and this is his first WrestleMania season that he's like officially getting into now. Like, and yeah. that's really big. So and it feels like so like maybe and I, we can all be a victim of our own expectations, but I just I'm thrilled. A, it's on a Saturday. That's my Sunday. I'm down. But like fucking the the yeah, I just I don't know there. The buildup is fun. There's three matches and then two rumbles. It's not going to be super bloated. 
uh, I don't know. I don't know. But this pitch black because match like is the, just going to be fucking the, weird. The rumbles are going to be like an hour long each anyway. Yeah, it's going to be mm. nice. It's going to feel so, so nice. And so like you have some you have some fucking dumb bullshit with um, the pitch black. You got yourself the women's title match. Um, and then you got yourself uh, Kevin and Roman plus two rumbles. Mm-hmm. Kevin and Roman is going to be a long match. And it's going to be really great. I mean... They had a really, really great championship match at a Royal Rumble once already. Yeah. And the when only Kevin thing... was the Universal Champion, that was a fucking great match. So The only thing with that match that I'm like personally a little uh, let down by, which I'm sure it'll exceed any expectation my brain had anyway. Again, high hopes. But fucking, I was really kind of looking forward to like a Kevin, Sammy sort of like angle within the Rumble. But to be honest, like, we don't need it. We don't need it. No, it'll be, it'll be angle there. within that match. I think so too. I think so too. Oh, should we just start talking about that one? Okay, let's do it. So, hot wild take. This is what I want to happen: is we interject a bit of excitement into this home stretch to WrestleMania, and and something happens with Sammy that distracts Roman, and Kevin takes that title off of him. Even if Roman reclaims the title before Mania again. I would love it if just we have this surprise ass moment where Kevin Owens nabs the title, the Universal Championship, off of Roman Reigns, even if it's for like a week. Even though that would suck for Kevin if he only had it for a week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think they're gonna do that just because you don't want to hot potato a title before Mania. I say do it. Um, I am very excited to see where they go because the more it keeps going, the more I don't think that the 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 bloodline's gonna turn on Sammy, but he's gonna be the one to turn. Because Dude, like they're gonna be fucking murdering Kevin, and he's in a. It'll be a big. Ba- it'll be a baby face turn for Sammy because of how hot yeah. he is right now. Yeah, and like he turns against them to save his friend, um, and then like you get that whole thing. So then it's them united against them, the bloodline, where they can then take out the Usos and stuff like that. Okay. Okay. I like that. I like that because like obviously there's some speculation with just how good this storyline's going that. Whatever happens in this little stew that's swirling up uh, is that maybe what shakes out if people are busy or we have two nights of WrestleMania, we have two titles on Roman, is that one of them ends up being Sammy versus Roman. That's obviously something people are speculating about. So it's like, this is where we start that that little journey, if that's where they're going. I hope they are. I mean, because they are seemingly now breaking up the tag titles because they are defending now the Raw ones and the SmackDown ones. Um, and so, so the Usos are separately defending like the raw titles on raw and defending the SmackDown titles on SmackDown, which is good. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I, I agree. I think I do. I can't imagine Roman wouldn't walk into WrestleMania with both those titles, uh, assuming defending one on each night. Um, but yeah, I would be totally fine if they fucked around for a while, uh, just to make everyone go nuts, but it might not be worth it. Yeah. I would even, I think that they, Basically, like, I would love it if they did, like, do that, like, hot potato thing or whatever. I don't think, I think it's maybe the best call to not do it and just see this storyline all mm-hmm. the way through. Don't complicate don't it, even if it's a cool idea, you know? Yeah. Like, it, like, don't necessarily go after the coolest story. Go after the one that will resolve this the best because it's something they've invested so much time in. Yeah, um, you're probably right. Yeah. It might just be, a, like, it would be, a, a, like, like a Vince move to have, like, a cheap pop 
a fucking blow the roof off the joint and then have a mess to clean up for like four weeks. Yeah, like just go make it simple. Like you know, keep keep going, keep you know on this path. I'm also like, it's really fascinating to just seeing like how well the bloodline's been built. Like they can have so many different stories going on at once in this little faction right now. Like, mm-hmm. and like because the Usos are so strong, they can have their own thing on two different shows like, for the two different sets of titles. Roman and Sammy have a thing. Like Roman kind of has his own just thing that Sammy's a little bit separate from too. Sammy has his own like story that is like they're all connected, but they're different. And now like and now Solo like has this thing with like Rhea Ripley and Dom going on. Like I'd love it if like Solo got like the U.S. title for Mania. Oh yeah, and, and have Rhea versus him for the U.S. title because they're they're hinting at it pretty strong. And I think they've built Rhea right now. The point where like it's not just that it's believable but it's like that the crowd will just 100 percent accept it yeah, that, it's like it's it's believable also like people want it yeah mm-hmm. yeah solo i i i bet well because i mean that's i don't we'll get to the rumble when we get to it he's gonna obviously be in it I, or he doesn't have anything else planned that night i would assume he's gonna be in it and probably have a fun ass time in there but yeah probably you're right the best bet is not to fuck not rock the boat, keep the titles on Roman, but there's definitely going to be something going on there. It just feels like this is where the story starts picking up steam or goes directly to the next I, level. I now have a new prediction then. Uh, Rhea's going to be in both Rumbles. I kind of have a feeling Especially that she would show up in the, in the men's. men's. Second, if the men's is second, she's going to come in at right after Solo. After she was already in the women's one. That would be great. That'd be great. I was like, I feel like that they were going to have cool. some sort of fun surprise. It would be Rhea... Or it would be Naya, but you know, I don't think Naya's coming back. But like, she's not I wrestling. Like, I, she's never going to wrestle again. She didn't like it. Yeah, right. I wouldn't. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if the paychecks there, the paychecks there. Especially if her cousin's there. But we'll get to that. Yeah, but mm, I doubt it. I hundred percent doubt it. Rio will go hire Jordan Grace for a lot of money now that Triple H is in in charge. Yeah, right. right. She's getting she so ripped. Have- I don't know if she can pass a wellness test. I was gonna say, dude, yeah, that's it might not be naturally uh ripped muscles, yeah. but I don't, I don't yeah, people can she can she can, you know, go off of it for a couple months, get for yeah. that contract, and then <laughs> just look yeah, the other I way. mean I just say let the wrestlers juice, but I want them to live forever. I want them to live forever, but you I mean let them juice. I don't know about that, especially for wrestlers. Um you've seen how bad it gets when they do. I know. You don't like, you don't like 40 year olds or 38 year olds like dropping dead of a heart attack. No, you don't like it. You you want them to live forever, but you know, it's not like they're out there like, you know, knocking home runs, but whatever. (laughs) Mark McGuire in the Royal, should be in the Royal Rumble. Also let them, let everyone juice. I mean, you know, anyway, that's not my actual take, but, or is it? Hey, let me, let me do it. Ginger's having a great run in NXT right now. Oh Yeah. So that's the yeah. Anything else you want to speculate on Kevin and Roman, or are we kind of, kind of, kind of went I'm, out there? I'm, just, I'm excited that they're just letting everything play out. Yeah, and they're, they're just like it's just it's not the slowest burn. They every week there's another wrinkle, there's another this, there's another that. Um, and there's a destination, and I'm just happy to see it, like see it through. Kevin talked about the the fucking what they did with uh Sammy and Roman with uh the like the scene backstage with the apology. Like that was so good of like 
Sammy being so sorry to to Roman and him saying like, "Oh, I'm the one who's sorry." It's just like, what is? Oh, going after they on got here? after they lost to Kevin and John Cena. Yeah, yeah, right. And then like really you, interesting. And Paul Heyman just act like winning and should be winning an Emmy just with his eyeballs, just the way he watches, <laughs> the way things go down. But yeah, with Roman being like, "No, no, no, Sammy." I let you down, basically. It is just like, what are you doing? So Also, Jey Uso needs to also win an Emmy because his like facial expressions and his body language, everything like he's been doing is... I can see why, even though it was because uh, Jimmy was injured, I could see why you'd pick Jey Uso as like, the one to be a single star because that dude just like gets it. Like, mm-hmm. Main event, Jay. Like With like the character stuff and the very subtle things, the stuff he does with his eyes, his body movements, just everything, his reactions, just this is like it's all elevated, you know. It's all like, yeah. I dude. would really like, you know, if he ever ends up in WWE, I would love a singles feud between Jay and uh, Tama Tonga. Oh like, yeah, two of them are two expressive Samoan dudes. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I, I mean, I there agree. is talk that they're interested in. Well, Tikaleo and Tamatanga, and I would probably ex- assume Tangaloa too. Well, get you gotta, uh, get the GOD get the down there. Yeah, just get the family. Get add that to the bloodline, like <laughs> then, like you can have another little sub faction. Like it's becoming full on New Japan faction sized, where it's like yeah. they could be very easily like shooting when he, you know, AJ and in the club, like when AJ's back, or like the fucking judgment day against finn like all of that's there like imperium yeah yeah hell yeah the brawling brutes the the banger the banger bros <laughs> bang bus <coughs> bang bros bang bus Banga bus Banga eggs so before we get to the two rumbles of the namesake, I don't of the, want to talk about Alexa and Bianca. We have to. We get to. I don't to. want to. We get to because, because Uncle Howdy's just in the concourse. Yeah. Th- again, but this a hot is, dog. This is what I think is, is interesting, though. Dog. Is it feels kind of like the Bray Wyatt LA Knight match and this match are are linked. You know, like I want to draw that red that linked red by, line linked there. by Howdy. Linked by Howdy. That's okay. That's the name of this one. But I, <laughs> I think. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. I doubt that Bianca's going to lose that title to no. Bliss, but it just seems like this is a, a, again in service of a story, much like the pitch black match is going to just be in service of a story. Uh, and that's Alexa Bliss and Bray Wyatt coming back together. But I'm fine with it. I want them to reform shit. I want I want this to be a reformation. I going into Mania season. I hated the Alexa Bliss Fiend stuff so fucking much. I did too. So much. I hated it so it's bad for everyone involved because it's not a bad idea to do something different with Alexa Bliss because, like, we just had gotten the same thing over and over. She doesn't work as a baby face. Like, like I, it was just funny because I think she'd actually, like, is naturally seeming like the nicest, loveliest person. Like, but they've just established her so fucking well as a heel. Mm-hmm. It's true. And she wrestles way better as a heel. Like, because she's gotten way better. She's not a great wrestler, but, I mean, I would put her, like, you know, like the she's the Miz for the women's pretty, division, where it's like if she's ring. with the right person, she can have a good match and she can do some good stuff and like she can do good character work. But when it's and it's not the right story, when it's not the right 
thing. It gets so old so fast. Um, well, and wrestling it, can it, be really bad when you have people doing like acting, acting on and, on your and wrestling. She, and she does, and when it's good, it's good. When it's bad, it's so bad. It can um, be bad. And it's also like, well, I don't. We'll see if her and Bianca have good chemistry. I don't feel like Bianca's necessarily the right person to bring up Alexa, but she's also who knows how Bianca's gotten so fucking good. Like she's right. getting to the point where she can carry other people. Um, and maybe this will probably end up setting up another story for her because, like, the way I was looking at it, and maybe it, do fight Lily. Well, no. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, howdy, her, her, versus new, Bo, her versus Bo. Her versus Bo. The dream match we've all been wanting. Yeah, totally. But I don't know. Yeah, bring someone else into the, the faction. Uh, Former FCW and NXT champion, Bo Dallas. But it also kind of just seems like, well, Bianca can't be in the Rumble. So, you know, we'll do something. Yeah, it's, this is going to be a story match. And, yeah, I don't know. They'll, you know, might break up the two Rumbles. They'll probably kick off the show with one and end the show with the other, you know, do the, the book ending of it. The book in. That's oh, there we go. I mean, he always could. He might show up. I guess he end. wrestled recently, Booker T, and is looking shredded. Well, He's yeah, gonna look shredded yeah. forever. Yeah, he has his own promotion. Cool. Mm-hmm. Reality of wrestling. Oh, quite a few like NX people in NXT, and maybe even on the main roster by now. Yeah, um, came out of there. Roxy, Roxanne Perez, current mm-hmm. NXT um, women's champion. That's true. Um, and so we're and... talking. Um, oh, I can't think of her name. Never mind. Casey Catton, Zara's tag team partner. Caden Carter. Caden Carter. Mm. Also and, and we're talking also, about these... her name is Katana Chance now. That's right. Um, uh, she should have just named herself January sixth. Um, <laughs> oh, dude, awesome. Wait, Casey Catanzaro's Katana Chance. Katana Chance. <laughs> That's stupid, but uh, it's yeah. like for her. Like, hey, y'all. People are going to look up the Ninja Warrior person. Like, just use that SEO for yourself. Like, yeah, name her Ninja Warrior. Yeah, but just like keep her name Casey Catanzaro. <laughs> they probably can't. They probably can't own that IP. Yeah, probably not. But just like keep it close or something, you know, like it just come on. So other than so I'm thinking of like when we're recording this before the go home shows. So, you know, they there could be plenty of fuckery going on between now and, and the actual ple but for the women's rumble match they i'm trying to think of what's going on right there's a new alliance with mia yim and candace LeRae. Mm-hmm. i have a hope i have a hope and a dream that candace has like one of those marathon rumble runs like comes in at like two and just makes it to the end i don't know wins i don't know wins but at least like I, she's not through she's not at the place where a win would be great for her yet yeah like, but just like it would a, be like, forced but if she has one of those runs where you go oh like like for a chance to show what 45 minutes of. you know like one of those yeah mm-hmm. it needs somebody to beat up in that and she's great at getting her ass kicked very true yeah. and because like, i think it'd be really cool and like her and mia yim are uh kind of teaming up now they want to excuse me what's mia yim going by now Meechin. Meechin. Mm-hmm. so Meechin and Candace or wait hold I... on it's mia yim again oh thank you oh They've thank been... you that's gonna wait, be hold much on. easier no, me, okay. me, me, shit. What was her retribution <laughs> name? Uh, I, I don't remember. Uh, oh. Fucking, what was it? Um, uh, I can't remember because it lasted a day. I, wasn't wasn't Mace. she right away like, no, this sucks. I don't want this. That was Mercedes Martinez. That's right. I but, don't uh, remember what her name is. Well, um, for the sake of me being um not 
good no, at remembering uh, things. I'm going to go with Mia Yim for right now. No, um, they the they keep one. doing that every fucking Monday. Yeah. I'll say Meechin, Mia Yim. They'll just, we don't know. We don't know. But I, they want, her and Candace want to go for the women's tag titles, which, you know, the prophecy, the, the Naomi and Sasha prophecy of it not meaning anything to WWE has very much come true because I forgot that those titles existed or were on anybody. Who are they on? Damn me right now. Okay, cool. That's right. Um, but they want to, you know, they want to come back. They want to get them. So having like a, yeah, a big showing for Candice LeRae or Meechin in the Rumble or Me both him. of them. Sorry, Mia Yam. That's right. My, what the heck is going on over here? See, you uh, can't even remember your own rule. I know. Fuck the rules, dude. Because it's mania season. Hey, as the NWO shirt said, rules and bones are meant to be broken. Fucking a. Fucking a. Oh, yeah, man. Amen, brother. What was her name <laughs> in Impact? Uh, Jade. Jade. Yeah, you mean Jade? Yeah. Of course. Um, of oh, course. this is really random. When we talk about the, I brought up the NWO. Hulk Hogan's like a Scientologist now. <laughs> fantastic awesome dude terry is making the right moves okay now he's back on the trajectory of the hero he's on he's back on the hero's journey piece of shit bass playing piece of shit hot dog motherfucker god dude that sucks <laughs> that's so funny what he's a, just like please you know somebody take me in it's like, I can like, sorry you, just, just figured it out those old gray dogs that just wanders the streets like i just want food yeah and then <laughs> like, like hey come with us you have money yeah <laughs> i'll be your next tom cruise brother brother <laughs> um but i don't know what are your, what's your predictions then for the the winner of the women's royal rumble match so my prediction is going to be rhea ripley okay okay any specific reason and why um, they keep having these little stare downs with her and Bianca. Um, and also that's just like the biggest match you can make right now. Um, sure. because there's one person that I think that can beat Bianca and that's Rhea Ripley. Nobody else has built up. Was it supposed to be Rhea versus, was it Becky at Mania? It was supposed to be like Rhea's year. And then, uh, it was like an, it was a, you know, empty house WrestleMania Sh- that Charlotte. year. Charlotte. Charlotte. It was Charlotte. Charlotte that's right. And so like, I do like the idea of Rhea getting another push to wrestlemania because she you know i mean she just having Asuka that run is cool. it and it wasn't a good match oscar mm-hmm. um, would be a great oscar hasn't oscar would be a great one i don't know i don't think win because she's already won the rumble before but like uh it uh, i would love for oscar to have like a big showing in the rumble too she'll she'll have like a big uh return in it i think yeah I mean, probably be last four yeah yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, uh, what, what's your prediction? Um, I mean, I, the scenario I laid out with Rhea, like, I think could happen. I think yours is a safer thing with her, like, being the women's challenger because, as you said, she's built up. It's kind of like if they do, if they follow through on whatever they're kind of teasing with Solo, you kind of have to, like, have her go down that route. Um, mm. Not be involved in the women's championship scene. But um, she'll probably actually the challenger if it's not her live oh that's it's just one. like an easy person to heat back up people like her a lot and she hasn't done the the rumble thing yet yeah uh she's I'm going gonna... again i was saying she wants to go in at number one and i don't think she's marathoning the whole thing yeah i don't think so either but no we'll no 
typically, uh, you know, it's cool to be first. Love being first. Bad match to be first. But um, I don't know. I it'd be fun too if they. I just want them to go. For, I don't know. Maybe you know what? Maybe I miss the Vince chaos a little bit, and I hate saying it. I hate saying it. But I'm like springboard somebody. Springboard. Just, Tegan Knox wins the Royal Rumble. She did qualify. I'm pretty sure. And she's gonna win. She's gonna come in late and win. I don't know if that's true. But I let's just hope say she doesn't it. fucking tear ACL. Honestly, that's the real match. That's the WrestleMania match. Her, her versus her knee. For her versus her own ACL. Her and Ray versus knee surgeons. No, Rhea makes sense though, because also like the stuff with her and Dom is just like it's just it's electric. It's fun. It's a good time. Um, I talked shit. I know weeks ago. What about um? I know it's okay. Everybody talks shit about Dom, and now who loves Dom? Who didn't talk shit about Dom? There's one person, and it's me. I don't remember. You've been a sub since day one. Isai. I don't remember. Exactly. I've been a Dom sub. <laughs> um, no, it's I, it's more so just because I I feel like I'd be going against Ray if I didn't like his son. Like I yeah, have no, to like sure. him. It's it's like just in the it's in the fucking rules. All right, so it's your friend's kid. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but. Who like return surprise? I would say legend, right? Like a legend spot. Yeah, return or debut. Uh, Michelle McCool. Okay. Okay. Definitely. She said she said she uh, she had him in contact yet. She was a little salty about it. Mm, that's good then. Because um, Hunter's like no, oh, it's up so much to the Rumble every year. I'm not tuned in enough to know exactly what all the speculation is. Um. But There's really not much like, like well, the but is, the, like, people are saying potentially a uh, a fun IWGP toting Kyrie, uh, yeah, Kyrie showing up. But I don't know, you know, as far as like a, a surprise, as far as like a one off, uh, you know, a, a little bit of a welcome home, a little bit of be like, over here hey, in the States for yeah. that show. And uh, maybe that's why people are speculating about it, because it's like I get it. Like she has the the. The thing, Carl Anderson went and did the, you know, who's contracted to the WWE. Uh, he went over there and wrestled for New Japan. So I think sure, maybe I mean, that that's could be a it's, good trade. Like it's a little bit of like a we give you, we scratch your back, you scratch ours. It'll be fun and make people talk about this forbidden door. It's so there's a I, lot I kind of, of like the um, impact trade to get Christian for one night from WWE for oh, the Ric Flair yeah. stuff. And it would feel a little like it had a little extra meat on its bones to to see her come out with the IWGP like title with her. Like it I just, mean, Mickey it, James I know, last cool. year. Um, Mick, I, Mickey James is champion again in Impact. I would actually be see her doing a second one of, hey, we had the the Impact champion again last year, and then they could even say like, hey, we had last year. She's back. She just won that title again, and that's still all like making good for the shitty exit. Like she she'll want to like finish out her career. I think in WWE someday. Yeah. Have one last little run. Um, which also she's an eleven time world champion now, which is like wow. it's fucking wild. That is um, yeah, then they could also have Kyrie and go, like, hey, like a wrestler you know from here is out there still like killing it in the, the rest of the world. Then like mm-hmm. that makes those wrestlers maybe wanna like come back someday. Like Yeah, and it'll get a huge pop, it'd be fine. Um Kelsey Green. Oh yeah, right. Because she's apparently she's signed, and it's an easy it's an easy way to like quote unquote debut somebody and then set up a feud because it's like oh they eliminated her you know in the rumble now she's like fighting with somebody you know because she broke Um, her hand like day one right when she got signed the first time like she had that which which, 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 which,
It's, uh, she got hurt um, on re-debut matches twice in NXT. Right. Yeah. That'd be great. Um, because she doesn't have anything to do right now, um, Billy Kay, actually. I would love that. for a one-off. She has been showing up randomly on Up, Up, Down, Down, which is, I mean, technically, like, like through the WWE, like, little system. So yeah, if they're okay with her appearing for that, then... Yeah, because mm-hmm. um, Peyton Royce is uh, currently very pregnant. So currently, very just had the kid. Yeah, oh, like there yesterday we go. or so. Yeah, they just wow. had that baby. That. Congratulations! The... Probably a... if decide to go into wrestling, that kid will probably be technically very proficient. <laughs> yeah, I and the... the two of them, because like Peyton Royce got to a point where she was actually technically really good. Mm-hmm. It's like didn't always have the most interesting matches, right. but that um, charisma was there. We saw. NXT, yeah, Billy Kay but... was one that was really bad. Yeah, Sean Spears though. Can technically proficient wrestler. Yeah. yeah. And he can count to 10. <laughs> and kids love that. That's one of the first things kids love to do. One, That's two, true. three. <laughs> <laughs> did, okay, did y'all know that he is not technically a Dracula, a, a vampire? He's a vampire-like creature, according to the internal style guide at Sesame Street. Oh, what? so he's just a, a, a vampire-like. He's like, so I just like have a cape. I just structure. Uh-huh. I just have fangs, but I'm just a muppet like all of you. Yeah, because they, yeah, I think it's too ghoul, like literally ghoulish, for them to officially say one of their characters is a vampire. A box-like structure. <laughs> all right, let's take it. I'll take it. One for the goths out there. You're not monsters. But Lady Gaga fans. Yeah. The little monsters. <laughs> is that what they're called? That's awesome. That's yeah. fun. Uh, do you think any NXT call-ups or just fun times like maybe Cora Jade, right? Who's the champion down there right now? Um, Roxanne Perez. Roxanne Perez. Um, I think that um, Tiffany Stratton. See, um, fuck, what's her name? The terrible group, Mandy Rose. It heads. Oh, Gigi oh, Dolan and JC Jane. Toxic Attraction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A toxic Attraction. I could see them. I could see that for sure. For sure. For sure. Um, they're, they're currently in the midst of doing their split and feud. But yeah, I could see that. I could see that maybe elbow fire. What's that one? Uh, elbow oh. fire. Oh, or elbow fire. Uh, however you want to say it. Elbow fire. How she probably says it. <laughs> exactly how she says it. I could see her. Um, I could see her just because she's good. Um, maybe depending on visa things like I could see them actually just calling up Blair Davenport, AKA B Priestley. Um, just because like, she's a, a sometimes solid worker. Um, she would you like have... to come in here and injure some of our contracted employees. Yeah. Steal their finishing moves without permission. Um, married to the worst. Oh, she's not married to Osprey. I forgot. Yeah. yeah they, they got broke up a little bit ago. So maybe she's a little bad. Maybe she's better. Hope so. Yeah, hope that she's here. like hope that she's like you know one of those just super young full like a page situation yeah even like even like so osprey like I, yeah hope for the best for him even though he's sometimes doubled down on some shit things but he's also at times seemed very remorseful and i think um he's not usually that much of an asshole yeah i think he's grown a lot but it's easy to forget that he's grown because he actually actually because he's grown he doesn't talk as much as he used to yeah he's so used to just like him saying shit all the time it's like oh now that he's like i think grown up i think he's probably still a shithead but just not as actively one 
Yeah. Um, it's like you just but you forget like, oh, he's probably grown up because he's not talking literally all the time. Which is a side of growing like up. Bo Burnham. Bo Burnham used to say dumb shit every single day, basically, on social media. Then he right. grew up and stopped talking. Yeah. Yeah, just condensed when he talked into a very, yeah. Uh, like, yeah. It's like Matt Stone of the Caldwell Stones. I mean, he used to talk a lot about their favorite band that's also like a, a tool. But then, you know what? They grew up and no longer... longer uh, What's that? Mm, I don't know. Uh, uh, tool? I don't know. Uh, yeah, talk about like, schism every day. Yeah, he used to talk about the band Tool. <laughs> I didn't watch I the video. I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> know which one's worse, to be honest. Which one do you like? <laughs> was, was it? Uh, fuck. It's not Dana. What, what? Who's the drummer in Tool? Is it Dana Carey? You see that video of him getting Dana all drunk Carvey. and yell, yelling at someone at the airport? I thought that was funny. Dana Carvey as <laughs> church lady is their drummer. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm still not listening. I never like, liked. I never got into that band, but I, you know, I respect. I respect that they're a band that people like. Well, there's another rumble, and this one, you know, there's some speculation going around about it too. Not without I, its own speculations. Who do you think? So I have a, a guess for. I, I'm pretty sure who's. I know who's coming in at number three. He's been hinting no at chance. it. No chance. That's what you got. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yep, VKM. No, um, but, uh, Cody's coming in at number three. Sure. Oh yeah, I I think it's it, it's uh, the first. I, I like so they've been doing the vignettes. Like everyone know Cody's coming, but he said he's coming, right? And but he, then they he's said he's coming up with the the number three in it. So <laughs> okay, so that's why number three. And that's the that. um that yeah 90, that's ninety two Flair and yeah Flair won from number three. So that's like one of the best rumbles of all time too. It is. Um, it's for the championship. Mm-hmm. It's so good. It's that in like 2016. Um, or if you love Chaos 2005. Oh, ooh, I'm getting just a little bit. I'm getting a little in myself just thinking about it. You got, <laughs> you got them hazing Daniel Pewter. They, they brought in Hardcore Holly, Chris Benoit, and Eddie Guerrero. Three of like the like kind of meanest guys in the locker room as far as like hazing rookies out of that were acting a fool. And they beat the shit out of this man. Like, like Hardcore Holly was only in there in the Rumble to beat him up because, like, right after Pewter got eliminated, Holly got eliminated. They're like, mm. get out of here. We don't fucking need you. We don't want you. Um, They beat the fucking piss out of this man. This is an era of Hardcore Holly who shot on Brock Lesnar. That's how much of an asshole this guy was. Yeah, <laughs> I, it wasn't like they just hit him for real. Beat the fuck out of him. Um, all Jesus. because he almost tapped out Kurt Angle that one time mm. during Tough Enough. Um, and then also, you could later on in that rumble, Batista and John Cena topple out at the exact same time. Not supposed to happen. They they legitimately hit at the same time. You mm. cannot plan like this. One in a million. Yeah. Two of the least like coordinated guys ever in wrestling happen to do the most coordinated synchronized thing ever. <laughs> and um, so then Vince fucking pissed off and stomping down to the ring, tears both of his quads sitting <laughs> yeah. there just in the ring on his ass, just ah! with his legs out like a little baby that wants to get picked up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is it. I love that rumble because it is pure chaos. Um, Bruce, want, Prince, you know, Bruce Prince is full of a lot of shit, but his stories about that are fucking amazing because it sounds even worse. Like, you imagine being like, 
you saw how much of a shit show it was back there. Imagine being the person waiting for Vince to come back. Like, because oh, that was Bruce, like, sitting there at Gorilla. And then, like, the real, like, he, like, fully tore his second quad backstage after he came back. Like, it was already partially torn and then fully tore it. Like, so he tore his quads, like, three He was trying times. to walk back. Yeah, because he tried to walk back and Vince said it is the worst sound he's, or Bruce said it's the worst sound he's ever heard in his life. Is oh, the, the scream that Vince made when he fully oh, tore his quad? Jesus Christ! When Vince like gets in the ring, tries to stand up, and then just falls down, and everybody's just staring at him. Oh my god! That, it's just so crazy. I want a little bit of that. I want a dash of that. Last year's Rumble was just so boring, and then Shane Mc, then Shane McMahon, fucking goes out there and like beats up Matt Riddle. Like this fucking just purple fucking forty eight year old Shane McMahon, <sighs> and there's like Matt Riddle who looks like he was chiseled out of fucking stone, <laughs> and he's yeah. beating him up. Yeah, like Matt Riddle looks that. like an Olympic swimmer. Like that's fu- like who are the like most jacked people in the world. Like I wonder. I wonder if he's always so. I wonder if he always like looks so like lean and stuff because he's like probably always super dehydrated from just partying all the time. All the time. Well, what were the what were the uh, particulars of him? Because he's been in rehab for a while for popping a wellness violation a few times, but it's like, did, were there any specifics that came out about that? I did hear he's been cleared to come back, so he, you know he might show up in this one too. But yeah, he could. Yeah, I think I think one hundred percent depends on where he's at mentally. Hunter's. Mm-hmm. I think the company run by Hunter, like right now, Hunter's lost too many friends. Mm-hmm. Like versus Vince, never. Had I friends. think that's a big thing. Why? Why we ha- like? Yeah. See, the difference is that Vince never truly has friends. He does, and he has lost people, but he doesn't think about that. Like yeah. Hunter has lost friends in this industry, and I, so I don't. I think that there's going to be a bigger emphasis on just like people being mentally well, ready to come back. Yeah. Yeah, um, for so sure. We, if he is, that'll be that'll be interesting. Um, on that, I think that like, I think that Judgment Day is gonna have a big moment in the Rumble. Like, yeah, Dom, you know, Rhea might be in the the men's one. Finn, like Damian, all together will be like eliminating people for a minute, and then like probably brawling brutes will like all come out like a few in a row and like. The babyface pop of eliminating Judgment Day, or just uh, Omos comes out and eliminates every all of them at once. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm excited. Omos is gonna have the the big show spot. The yeah, everyone yeah, gang up and try to get him out. It's gonna be I, fun. One of the things I saw that was really funny this last week is everybody like, oh, Vince has to be back. Omos is back. It's like no, you need a giant in the Rumble. He comes, he kind of kicks ass, and then everybody beats him down. Then whoever eliminates him. It's like a, they make a big deal of it, like the big mm-hmm. show spot. And so it's like he'll be like, you know, probably close to the end. And whichever baby face is really making, you know, as in Cody um, goes and eliminates him. Right. And the Rumble's always got to get a little bloated and you always got to have someone come clean house. You, you yeah. need you need different those times. Like you want the nostalgia pups. You want a little bit of the ha ha, the comedy stuff. It's a long fucking match. Mm-hmm. And so you need to have that. You need to have where it's a bunch of stars or a bunch of fucking heels on a baby face, you know, you need some totally different stories weaving through this to make it interesting and not just a collection of guys, which like during like the mid nineties, like 90, like the ones that like Sean won, 
Like aside mm-hmm. from like the end, it's like they were all just like a collection of geeks. Always and, British oh, bulldog and a baby face running through the whole thing. And then <laughs> a bunch of guys coming in and out like that are just geeks. And then the a couple big prize pops at the end into the final four is British bulldog, the baby face that's going to win it. And then two people from near the end. Yep. Every single one. I'm really thinking about the street profits too. Cause I think like Montez Ford, I think is going to have like memorable spots, but I also feel like Dawkins has Dawkins is on a run right now. Dawkins yeah. is having great fucking matches and his new tope to the outside landing on his feet thing is six, four. And he's a, like, he's a big fucker too. A big mm-hmm. fucking dude. And he's matching like a spot. That's impressive. When like, when Ricochet does that, it's like, Oh fuck. He landed on his feet. That's cool. Imagine adding a hundred pounds to that or what, you know, like, yeah. And it's not, he's the lead, like most surprising, incredible athlete. I was literally watching raw. He's like like shirtless now too. He's just, Uh, no, no. Yeah, no. He's just, he's got so much more meat on him. Ricochet's also beefed up. He looks like a center, you know, he look, he's built like a basketball player. Like he's not like super, just like, muscle bound but he's just got mass to him he's built like charles barkley but like and well in his athleticism out of a ring because when you and when you pair him with with ford whose athleticism is just unreal it kind of you can almost forget how athletic uh dawkins is and then when he turns that gear up it's like i i i don't know i i'm not sure where are they is their relationship safe and sound right now solid are they are they on easy street together yeah so you know, it's going to be an interesting uh, dynamic in there. I hope they come in, have some fun, uh, eliminate some people. But then you might get, you might get a little, you might get a little tension between them. Maybe one um, eliminates the other. Bronson Reed's probably going to have a real big showing. Um, mm. He had one of my favorite squash matches I've seen in a while on Monday. He fucking murdered Tozawa. Mm. Like, killed him. Killed I, him. Just, just fucking just. Tozawa's so having a fun great. little, like, Character arc going on in the background of show the shows right now a little bit, which is fun. Like just he's getting beat up, keeps getting angrier and angrier, going back to his old original like yeah, you know, was he Dragon Gate, right? Like Yeah. Like his Dragon Gate character, which was just a killer, and then he came in was killer, and then did he's really good at the comedy stuff, but like It's cause he has those fucking facial expressions too. But like he's like reverting back to like killer Tozawa by getting beat up all the time right now. Also, okay, Tozawa's Vince McMahon impersonation was the best. Mm. He'd just be walking around like Vince, you're fired, and then do his big goofy smile and then just strut away. Is do Tozawa and Danhausen play similar roles on their respective shows? Like how Danhausen's kind of like the Don't you fucking dare. Push comes to shove. I say Tozawa does it better, but I don't hold on. Don't you, don't you (laughs) dare. I get that. I get why no, you're saying no, that. Hold on. Don't, don't you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I get why you're saying that. 100%. But from a character written in. Oh! <laughs> Incompa- incomparable. The, I agree. It's I agree. okay. Danhausen's laughing at you from his blimp with all of his money. I know. He's, he's doing just fine. He's doing just fine. Um. But before we get into like uh, who you think's gonna win or like Final Four, all those fun things, but uh, Danhausen's think... gonna win. No, ew. No, I'd be fine with that. That'd be fun. Different. Uh, I mean, if that happened, because it'd just be like, what? How? How? And what then the why? fuck? And okay, what is yeah. this? 
Yeah, first it would be like, whoa, what does this mean? Then it would be like, why Dan Housen? Why? Um, <laughs> but uh, so like, again, kind of like legend returns, fun spots, any any uh, predictions or at least hopes and dreams? Um, it's This one's fucking tough because I don't know. Tatanka. I don't, I don't have any inkling of, um, I would love X-Pac. Mm. Right. Yeah, some um, DX kind of stuff would be a little fun in there. As far like, as just, you know, nostalgia. In San Antonio, so um, I mean maybe Booker, just because he's from Houston, Texas, the whole he's shredding. Oh, Michael's from from San Antonio. I, I I, wish. He's not. He's not, but no. I, I honestly wish just to, like that could be his last thing. Throw a couple super kicks. Like, you know, everybody's having a good time, then like Gargano like eliminates him with a super kick. It's fun. Mm. Everybody mm-hmm. What's the name of his um mentor? Also from San Antonio, Jose Lothario. Uh, what a, Jose Lothario's ghost. <laughs> I hope so. Like, I know Logan Paul is embroiled in a crypto scam right now. And yeah, I, I think, think even he's if he's busy, even if his leg was better, I don't expect to see him in in this. So I'm going to substitute him with a different Big celebrity. Paul? But what? I, no, no, I'm just going to say what I what I think would be fun. Jake Paul. Oh my god, that would be ridiculous. No. What I I'm gonna go it's with going Logan just for this because what I want at WrestleMania I don't care if they do it here or there I do want Logan Paul versus Bad Bunny special guest referee Pat McAfee that'd be fantastic um Bad Pat McAfee is actually somebody I think might be in yeah um I actually I think Bad it'd be Bad Bunny special guest referee and he but he'd get a few spots in the match where like the referee just like, do a destroyer spot. and then like a Bad Bad Bunny I think is gonna be in it um triple h and him love each other oh and, yeah and he's even more popular antonio now is pretty fucking close to the border like that's oh, yeah. a place to put your big latin star in a place that is like that close to mexico and has that big of a just you know. imagine though this isn't a, a surprise this is more so a, a spoiler um you know that people are gonna become unglued when fucking ray eliminates dom right exactly this is the story I want so bad too. Oh, Ray I, need I need it. And then he's like, kind of like, like his hair keeps growing too. Give me mask versus hair. And then they can shave Tom. <laughs> or he's career versus. Good, yeah. He's such a good little, I mean, I, to me, like with the Mysterio, like he loses his mask. He, like he retires. Right. Mm. Um, Because especially now, cause he's older, but he still has like a weird little baby face. It'd be just odd. Uh, but I think that'd be such a cool way to do it because Dom's so good at being like foiled and I, his reactions are great and he's such a little shit. And Rey Mysterio's the best baby face ever. Ooh, um, I did just get chills thinking about like you lead up to this match. It is like, yeah, mask versus hair. Mask is tied to career. <laughs> and then like Dom, you know, pulls it through, beats his dad. You have this emotional moment where Ray, it may be his retirement moment, unmasked, you know, with his son. And that could be really, really I think that's cool. what you do at the second mania they face each other. Mm-hmm. I think Ray beats him right now. Ray and beats then, him this one. But, and love that. Doesn't, like, instead of, Ray's doing this thinking like he's going to win his son back. What this actually does is truly, like, drive the wedge between them. And Dom says, like, I don't even care about you anymore. Like, says, like, I'm not even going to pay attention to you anymore. You're dead to me. Yeah. Like, like, it's not even separate them for a point. while, and then next Rumble is the next time they see each other. And then, like, set up the feud, and then that's the one where 
Like Dom's basically says, like, I thought I could ignore you, but I want to kill you. So like let's have and a be, like, that's where and throughout is. like the year, like he slowly becomes almost like a super villain. And like that's where he like he gets his own like kind of like his own mask and his own like dark gray mysterio persona. Mm. They even call him Prince Mysterio, obviously. Um, mm. and that he's coming to take the throne. Because Ray would, is king. Obviously. I would die. I would die. I want yeah. that so bad. Yeah, right. Get me on the fucking writing team. Let's do this. Yeah, same. Really get Zach. Zach has a degree. I do. I'm good for a moral support. We'll take the salary. We'll we will combine it. And we'll split it in half. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I got I got the wrestling, wrestling like historian knowledge and. Oh yeah, you got to rein me in because I I get a little complicated sometimes. But so I then, basically fantasy. I don't know if you guys remember this. I fantasy booked the um. What ended up being the Undisputed Era, like, including Roderick Strong, if, when they first debuted. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, and I, I wrote it out, and I think I texted all of you, like, within the first couple months of us doing the show. Then I realized, like, a year later, like, oh, I actually, I wrote that correctly. I was just, like, a year early. Like, <laughs> just if, a little early. Yeah, if you two got the book, I don't, I'd watch. You know I'd watch. And Housen versus Uncle Howdy. <laughs> yeah, that's where we that's where we'd go though this is that's just where it's going. but other than that maybe St- maybe stone cold probably not maybe he's he's he's, he's fucking shredded right uh, he's now. also that's he's in, for he's sure in, he's in texas you know i'm trying to think of some of our our texan I think, uh i think he's gonna legends. like if he's gonna do something it's gonna be soon terry funk like but terry funk can't um Obviously. dory funk <laughs> yeah i think he's dead isn't he probably ghost of dory funk just some uh, just one, any funk any nephew funk i've never even heard of ash funk <laughs> danny funk no never mind. he's not dead he's just 81 jesus christ no yeah because he's been on cole Cabana's podcast like not that long ago yeah i, I, dory, I, I don't know why i thought fucking dory funk was dead because he's really old. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he was old when he was wrestling. Like, I, that's one of the weird things about wrestling. This is a little aside is that the guys that like seem so old then, like Aaron Anderson, he was like 35 and 40. It's like, no. you're a thousand years old, man. I think about Aaron Anderson Flair. when he was t- like wrestling at like 25, looks 40. Like mm-hmm. straight up, like every once in a while on wrestling with regret, he does those like classic pay per views, and he'll be do like a world class like pay per view, and it'd be like, what the fuck, like that Arn is in his twenties. There, he's like, only sixty four right now. I know, that's not that like old at all. Batista's in his fifties. That's absurd. <laughs> and then. There are two names on the list that we haven't addressed, and one of them being JC, the man upstairs. Him, that's what you hear when you die and go to heaven. Um, yeah, like John Cena, he just had God, a match. heaven would have some fucking weird rules. <laughs> yeah, take your <laughs> shoes off before you go in these gates. <laughs> um, uh, but you will put them dinner? back on before you come to dinner. I'd really um, if you uh, didn't go into this room here, um, don't put pictures up. Take off your shoes. Except <laughs> for Sunday dinner, wear a suit. You know, I mean, he just came back. There was a fun kind of moment. It's in the air. John Cena could be there. I don't really... 
I mean, maybe set something up with Austin Theory. That's not my original idea. That's something people are speculating. Is that you know before Vince's what before Vince just up and decided to retire for no particular reason? Uh, was you know Austin Theory was his golden child, and so since then the idea of like Cena versus Theory has been being floated out there. It could be a thing. I mean, it still can be, especially with him being like the United States champion, and that's like the title, at least in the last part of his career, that he was synonymous with. He's like, mm-hmm. I want to put a spinner on that fucking guy. He already did once. Dude, that was, that again. belt was fucking truly atrocious. It was bad. Yeah. It was worse than the World Ch- Championship one. But um, and then the other big name, obviously, is The Rock. I mean, people are saying, I mean, the WrestleMania in Hollywood. We want The Rock versus Roman. Who doesn't want it? People say, but chance. The Rock makes his first big debut here. But we're also recording this before Raw Triple X, Raw 30, which might have some legend appearances, maybe even furthers the idea of a specific legend uh, popping up. They are doing a, um, like the entire bloodline. So like Afa, Sika, like I think probably Rikishi, all going to um, Sami Zayn, um, are all going to Raw 30. He's Man. like, oh, the head of the table's here, and then if you smell, even like a off. video message would be like pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah, um, just because that, that can set something up too. It can kind of get in your head a little bit. Um, right now, I think the odds-on favorite to win is one Cody Rhodes. Yes, fine. He's announced he wants his. I he's coming out at Raw Thirty, right? And he's having his Triple H before. Fucking mm-hmm. 2002 Rumble like moment, like that Madison Square Garden pop. Cody wants yeah. that, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. He wants to be Hunter, and then then he wants to be Ric Flair. But then, then that's he... where we get in the in the Royal Rumble itself. We have number 29. Everyone's out there. Cody's out there. Who's number 20? Who's number 30? Countdown. Uncle comes Howdy. Mm mm. Guess what? The cardiac event was a work. It's Triple H. He's not retired. He's coming out, and he pedigrees him, and he. And then, but guess what? There's number 31. They didn't tell us that. It's CM Punk, dude. And he's coming out, dude. And it's Cody versus Triple H versus CM Punk. Then Triple dude. H pedigrees CM Punk. Oh, dude, it's so sick. It's, uh, that's probably, that's kind of my prediction, for sure. They have a surprise number 31, and it's, uh, it's Charles Montgomery Punk. That's not my actual prediction. Um, I don't, I don't know if anyone he would, physically I don't think anyone can. Would, but no, I don't think anyone should touch uh, Well, no, Punk. I was going to say, for turn, I was just, I was already ignoring what you were saying. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> no. Um, no, Triple H, of course. I don't know if he physically can, and, you know, um, but I could see, a, like, returning celebrity being Kevin Nash, um, just because of everything that went on in his, with his life lately and being friends with Hunter. I could see, like, if Hunter, like, asked, if he physically can, I could see Hunter asking him, like, hey, do you want to come out, like, be one of those surprise pops in the Rumble? Because he came back once as Diesel, like I could see him coming back as Kevin Nash. That was the 2011 Rumble. I was the 40 man one. Um, Diesel and then uh, Booker T were two huge returns in that one, which was the Diesel pop on that was ridiculous. Yeah, I want Kevin Nash Diesel in so long, yeah. like 20 years. As long as he just comes years, out with like, like a, years. as long as he comes out with like a glass of red wine and just shoots on a bunch of wrestlers, I'd like that. Oh, Sean Oliver, the host of all those just yes. there, comes out with a fucking bowl of, of ravioli. <laughs> I feel I don't know if you guys saw the story about Kevin Nash this week. That was, it was sad, but also like a little bit heartening to hear because 
he had a wellness check called in on him about jokes that he was making on his podcast, like about like someone sit, like as, you know just checking in on how he's doing since his son died and stuff, and him just saying like, oh, he made a joke with just saying like about having a gun in his mouth, but the way he said it was truly like just saying like, hey, I'm not like obviously I'm not doing well. Like what like what do you think? But right, he, yeah. but you know he was he was making light of it like of just the situation, but. <laughs> Listeners were so concerned that they called in like a wellness check on him, like, and he. But yeah. it seems like he's doing as fine as you can be right now. So like, oh, I'm gonna give some current betting odds right now. Okay. Okay. All right, you ready? Randy Orton return. Um. So right now, I'm gonna give you the top four their their odds. Right now, Cody Rhodes. This is to win the Rumble. Yeah, at a minus one twenty-five, which means he's a, a favorite. The Rock at a plus three hundred. Mm. Sammy Zayn at a plus four hundred. Mm. That's wild. Like that's and, cool for Sammy. And that that's <laughs> then considering the big jump here, is they're showing that they can kind of see some of like those three. Bobby Lashley at a plus two thousand is the next one. Wow, that's the next one. Yeah. What um, I don't see though, I'm gonna like... give you. Yeah. The bottom. Mm. Just the bottom one, the bottom two. That's just it shows also where they see somebody else. At a plus fifty thousand is Xavier Woods. Sorry, Xavier. It's like he and then at a plus one hundred thousand. So if you bet one hundred dollars and this person for whatever reason won, you'd get a hundred thousand dollars. It is shanky. <laughs> That's okay. fucking great. I love that. <laughs> that is how low on the totem pole poor Shanky is. The guy who used to, the tall guy that used to be with gender, and then he just randomly started dancing. And every, apparently, he is literally everyone's favorite person backstage. Like, uh-huh. Shanky's birthday, I remember seeing, like, it was like a post that, like, someone put up, like, for Shanky, and it was literally every single person, and, like, in the locker room, like, Saying like I love, I fucking love Shanky, like happy birthday, Shanky, and even like I think Sasha Banks like commented not like in the company at the time saying like happy birthday, Shanky. So like I love that. Just like apparently, literally, just the fun, the best person backstage is Shanky, and could potentially win someone a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Uh, I the thing with the Rock though, it's like, and it'd be so cool if it worked out. But like, if he won the Rumble. He'd have, I mean, that, that would be, a, I mean, that's at least a video package every couple of weeks. But you'd I hope think at least he can win. win. I, it's just it, the, the time commitment to win the Rumble and then progress a storyline over the next couple months just seems a little unreasonable. And, and like, he does okay. not need a Rumble win to face Rome. He could walk in any day of the week. He, he, they could set that up tomorrow or, or Monday at Raw 30. Like, they could set it up I, tomorrow. I want it. it. They could set it up right now. They could call me and I, and I could break the news if they don't need any fanfare. And but, yeah, he, he like, I don't, I hope he doesn't win it if he's in it. I hope they find a different way to like, use the angle, like angle him, him towards it, you know, like maybe have him come out after the Roman Kevin match, you know, or, or, or something. Or even be in the rumble to get that pop, but like find a way to eliminate him using the with, bloodline. Like, like Solo Sokoa or like Sami Zayn eliminates him. Solo Ooh. and the Usos and Sami, like all together, like. Eliminate him. Eliminate the like, rock. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. I'm, and I'm just like I'm looking at so like you know we you have to consider the movies shit because that's the reason why they don't come. He and Cena don't come back. 
because like getting through with insurance stuff is so tough. He doesn't have as much in production right now as he does a lot. Like there's a lot of stuff in development, but not act- actively being produced right now. It's he's doing the reboot to Big Trouble in Little China right now. Whoa, cool. And then Red Red One. Then an untitled Red Notice sequel. Like he, so like he's just when are they gonna make Jumanji 3D? Probably. It'll be in one of those stupid 4D ones, and they just like fucking splash water. And oh yeah, they like shake pilot. your chair. <laughs> Thanks. I'm trying to eat yeah. fucking popcorn. Spray, though, spray you with some smells. Um, <laughs> I mean, like you know, who knows? Like, it seems like I don't know. That's not as much as he does a lot of the time. And but like he is like he's in less movies right now than he has been for a while. So like maybe this is the year, but also still maybe not. Like who mm-hmm. knows? He also it just seems has like, a, like like kind of a, little, a lot more control. Mm. Over his mm-hmm. over his shit now, mm. and he's got but, his hand in a lot of baskets. You know, he's got he does a lot of shit. It just seems unlikely. The XFL is rebooting in February. That's when it first starts gameplay. Do some it's not gonna go. It's not gonna go. It'll be. But it honestly wasn't doing too bad last time. Um, it got was hit. bad pandemic. Mm. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Events was just like yeah no. Hey Dwayne, you want this? Dwayne, help. Dwayne basically cheap. bought it from Vince, the like equivalent of Vince buying the like buying WCW. It was just like for nothing, considering yeah, right. what it could have been. <laughs> right, XFL was, was legitimately one of the most influential like media products of all time in America because of how much ESPN stole from its product, like its production, and then also and Fox, like and Fox's NFL production stole everything. From yeah. the XFL, the the like the the like the fly cam on the zip line, that was an XFL invention. Mm-hmm. Like, wow! And I never because that, that's awesome. Like the way they like produced the NFL, every, like football switched to being produced like that, like immediately. <laughs> okay, okay. Maybe the wrestling show guy knows what he's talking about, but also bad man, bad. The bad, TV bad, production bad. guy knew how to inject some like life back into sports. A little, a little sports entertainment. In other sports. Mm-hmm. Dingo. Yeah. So I yeah, Cody Rhodes makes the most the most sense. But I my prediction is that the the best thing that's happened to Cody Rhodes was having his having his tit break and then be gone this long. Because him, I think he's gonna out I don't know. I hope I'm wrong, but I don't I think he outwears his welcome before WrestleMania. I don't think so. I think he's a bit much, but we'll see. He is a bit much, but I think he would I think they had a plan with him. I think Triple H knew what he fucking had in like in in Cody and like he never even really got to be leading the charge on that. Like I think everyone like you look even how they're re they've they've kept him in people's minds, like even through social media and stuff, they've only they've continued to be like mentioning Cody. They put out merch of Cody mm-hmm. consistently all year long, even though he wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Um He's part of the raw intro, like that big old, you know, fucking smile. Yeah. Like it's still like because we're wrestling fans and we've been paying attention to him, you know that's actually a heel smile under there, but it like but it's working as a baby face right now. It's like when Flair was a baby face. Like, mm-hmm. like oh, I love him right now, but I know he's gonna betray me pretty soon. Um and, and the thing is I don't ever see Cody going heel. I I think he Second title run after he has a great like 
I just don't see it because I think he just wants to be his dad so much. That's true, but also he's the American nightmare. Like, yeah, I think it's just like his dad. But I just don't also think he comes across very genuine. And so I, I, my worry is that he gets slides gets slotted into that happy to be here guy thing, that you know that he left the other company for. He's too. He's too like into like be like too like he's his hand too far deep into that to I think just letting him become happy to be here because I think he understands now like some of the shit that had happened in AEW so he's not gonna do that he's he's gonna be there for the fans and for WWE fans especially he's the guy that came back to them right and the story's that, there and I think like for. For that and like for like him winning it for Dusty and all that, I think he he's just gonna be a perennial babyface because at the end of the day, oh he left us but he came back to us he's our guy now like he's just he's gonna be positioned mm-hmm. as that because he's he's the guy that like the prodigal son he returned exactly it, the story writes itself but I I just say he he has maybe like one, just give us one teary eyed promo. And then let's get to work. I, I just worry it's going to just be this emotional fanfare every time we see Cody because he can't get off of his own high horse, you know. Yeah, and, and, and seeing somebody like you won't like it, but 98% of like the WWE fans are just going to fucking... And maybe he'll fucking kill it, too. Well, we'll, see. we'll same, see. I mean, it's the same reason why you know John Cena remains a babyface like, to the like, non-cluding wrestling fan, like, larger universe, you know, like... There's a reason why they kept him babyface even when he was getting booed out of the building because, like, still sells merch to the people who don't watch regularly. And then at the the really big shows where it's, like, people are coming back, like, after already, you know, paying attention for the first time in a year, um, still reads as a babyface. And to those, to the most, the biggest and most important crowds. Um, and, and maybe in, like, Chicago or Philly or New York, we'll get booed. You go to fucking like Duluth, Minnesota, people are gonna fucking love them there. You go to fucking LA, wherever, like straight up LA, where people go to events but don't pay attention to ongoing mm-hmm. product. Yeah, you go to smart wrestling towns, they're gonna be mad. Like, oh my god, John Cena. You go to fucking Mississippi, they're like, it's fucking John Cena. Mm-hmm. Boise, Idaho. I mean, Roman was the same way. Like when we go to house shows, um, it was the Boise, pops were Roman. Police stuff. Dude, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Lucha. Yeah, actually, yeah. Lucha. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Big Latino population. Loves wrestling. Dean got a pop here when he was champ. Mm-hmm. Oh, who did? Uh, Dean. But no, or was oh. it AJ? No, Dean was champ still because AJ beat Dean for it. Um, that's the first house show title match, world title match I saw. It was Dean versus AJ. Yeah, but... Mm-hmm. And, uh, 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 just circle back to the Kalisto thing. What's funny because I remember going to a house show back in the day with Brady, and Super Crazy came out, and the fucking place went unglued. Us Mexicans, we always support our own. Dude, the the Lucha Underground show at the Idaho Center was fucking nuts. Like it was so crazy. Like Psychosis got this massive pop, and then after the match, he takes off his mask and just flips everyone off. And it's, <laughs> it did not feel like it was in character. It was such a fucking wild show. Uh, also fucking joey ryan signed a picture and we gave it to my mom and she still has it hung up even though i'm like mom you can take that down you can take that one down it's a picture of him dick dick flipping mick foley and uh, what? she takes it down but then puts a bigger version of yeah it like up. you blew it up how'd you do that 
Uh, is that, it's a new picture of it too. Like, is that new? Yeah. Is, that, is that you? Did he sign this one? The picture of like Joey Ryan and like I don't know Daga kissing. Isn't Daga a piece of shit? Like, it's just Daga was married to was married to um, a Blanchard. Yeah, was maybe, maybe he's a baby face now. A big turn. So, for the Rumble, it does make sense that Cody would win and be a big thing. But the story of Sammy wins is so... But he doesn't need it. He doesn't need that win to tell that story. So Cody makes the most sense. But for Sammy to have this conflicted thing of like, you have both the titles, dude. You have both of them. Like, of course, I'm going for one. Like that. that... I would love to see Sammy have an opportunity to like be NXT babyface Sammy Zayn again. I don't think that's like... I don't know that that's the right way to do it with this version of Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like he's worked so hard to get this character where it is. You don't want to just lose all that work when you turn him babyface. You want to turn this version of him babyface. You know, and that's not really like the big underdog babyface guy. Like he's the funny weird guy you can yeah. you like. The guy that he is in real life basically. Um, so yeah. what if it comes down to, and I'm just, we're just, obviously we're just in the speculation station here, toot toot, but um, what it comes down to Sami Zayn versus Cody Rhodes, Sami eliminates himself. He's like, I don't, I can't be in this position. And then it fucking blows Cody's return and he's all pissed off. It wouldn't be a good story. It would not be a good story. It would not be good. It would suck the wind. It would suck all the air out of the room. <laughs> it would be so funny though. <laughs> Everyone's just like, what? <laughs> we sat through an hour for this. And he's just like, I'm out. Jason <laughs> McMahon fucking comes in. Maybe it comes down to the final three and Sammy does that. Some sort of like martyrs himself for Roman. Well, I could see like Sammy basically like what you do is have him get eliminated because he does have a moment of like realization that, hey, if I win this, I have to go against Roman. Show him just hesitate like a little bit. Maybe eliminate one of the Usos. Then like uh, oh like actually bumps into Jimmy yeah, or Jay and like you know like just use that as a story beat. Um, then you're serving everything still because then he's still like eventually yeah. turn on them to like help someone. But yeah. I agree as much and as like the a... conflicted yeah. like thing of Sammy winning the Rumble and then Roman having both belts. So there's like this inevitability. Like as much as that's a fun tension thing, the greater story doesn't need it, and it would where they're going with the stuff with Kevin involved and everything. It might, it's just probably not the right Avenue. Yeah. But Cody, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I look, I'm going to open-minded. I'll wait. I'll watch. I'm excited to see him come back with, you know, two just pink pecs <laughs> all healed up and ready to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got a new fun scar there. So that's fun. That's good times. A little um, bit of a top surgery scar. Trans yeah. icon Cody Rhodes, <laughs> but I also have like you know, there's also like the um like the takeover mentality of like whatever we get it's gonna be good like mm-hmm. it's just it it's gonna be good times hap- happening and stories will want, be told and set I, up. I just hope that with everything that's going on with WWE right now behind the scenes, I just hope we get a fun time for these next three months. That's all I want. Just give me that. Get us to there, mm. then you can blow it up. But just let me have the Rumble and Mania. I've never watched Dragon Ball Z, but I've seen like the thing of like, like Vince is just charging up 
and he's just fucking ready to go. He's just like getting ready, and we just have three months until that fucking he, you know, that Super Saiyan shit comes out, and Vince just implodes his entire company. Let us get to at least WrestleMania, maybe the week after, because they're coming to Portland for that SmackDown. But you know, it blow it up yeah. after that. Because if you blow it up before, I just can't go. I just can't. So we'll if see what they, like, as much as you know, Vince is lunatic so you can't guess what he's gonna do jesus christ the amount of money that they're set to make on this wrestlemania if if he can't just hold off for a few months and not rock the boat and see like even if he wants to just fucking blow this shit up he doesn't just go i'm gonna wait four months and then i'll do it He's the dumbest motherfucker ever. Like, they're going to make so much money. Just let it, let whatever happens, happens. Like, don't rock the boat right now. Yeah, right. Jesus. Like, the gate is our, without a single match announced, it's their biggest gate ever. Honestly. It, it, right. But then there's that part of at least me that's just like, and maybe it's because he is such close personal friends with Trump, where I'm like, he will just sink a ship for the sake of sinking it. Like, it's like, if I can't have it, no one can. And if you mm. like where this is going without me in charge, I hate it. And like, I could see it, but also like, who? Uh, I don't, but that's what kind of makes a lot of this interesting too, is like Triple H is at the helm, the big pay-per-views, the big PLEs, the premium the live events way. have been good. And this one, I mean, it's the Royal Rumble. It's like the, it's the, it's one of the most fun shows of the year. Cause like, that's, it's my favorite show of the year. Like, yeah, because it's just a fun time. It's just a lot of fuckery. It's the show to show non-wrestling fans where people are lapsed because, like, you get reintroduced to a lot of people. It's an 100%. obvious set of rules that's clearer than a normal wrestling match. Um, just, it makes sense. There's exci- Something exciting happens constantly. Like, yeah. And, like, it is the best match to show people. Isai is frozen, which is... I, I thought Isai was just rubbing his eye for a long time, but mm-hmm. appears to be a little bit frozen. I'm sure we'll reappear here in uh, in full effect. So I, yeah, I guess. Well, what would you think then? I mean, again, toot toot, speculation station. Cody Rhodes wins the Royal Rumble. Mm. How do you sort of get the fucking motors running into WrestleMania? I mean, obviously him and and Roman have to just meet straight up. Yeah, they're um, not going to waste any time. I mean, they're both like. You know, family legacy guys, like you just start telling that story. Like mm. it's a story to tell you right there. Yeah. Yeah. Eastside's back. Hello. You are muted. No, I heard you. No, I did Thank not. You. Hello. Yep. Yeah. Can you not hear that, Zach? I cannot hear Esai. Well <laughs> All right. Well, I think maybe that's just also a sign because we're also at the end of of to- of this, you know, pay per view. So uh, maybe it's just time to to grip it and rip it, as they say. We'll get on out of here. Mm, rip it right off. Rip it clean off. But um, yeah, I mean, so this is going to be a pretty eventful week. Obviously, we have the go-home shows before Royal Rumble. Uh, everything we talked about could all be for naught by the time the actual show gets gets to our, our eyeballs. Um, but goddamn, it's just going to be a good time. So um, yeah, thank you all for listening. Uh, happy Rusev Day. Uh, Miro's still with AEW, yeah? No, he gone. 
Oh, he's there. He's there. He's okay, never mind. All right. Happy Rusev Day, regardless. Yeah. Uh, um, I was going to say, um, Freefort, our show, is going to be on Sunday, the 26th, I believe at 2 30. We'll check maybe two. Treefort um, Music Festival podcast stage. Whatever that is. Um, they're still ironing some details out, but we'll have more when we know them. So, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I just started a new job, like a chump ass chump. And I'm unable to take time off quite yet. So I'm going to participate in a, in a way that uh, will not involve my body. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we'll have a good have a good ass time. Yeah. Boise, Idaho in the spring. No finer place to be. Day, it'll be day after my 33rd birthday. So see how that goes. Bring Zach a cupcake. Uh, and WrestleBoys316 says... Whopper, 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 Junior Double Triple Whopper, Flame Grill Taste with Perfect Toppers. I want this day.